Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of Thunder Metal Reviews. I am Tristan Newport, and with me, as always, is Ben Lindsay and the Murder Basement Gabe Cooper. Out on assignment tonight is the Dr. David Pizzo. How are you doing tonight, gentlemen? Pretty good, pretty good. Drinking a little malted margarita action with a Cayman Jack, so I'm doing pretty decent myself. Ooh, that's nice. Sounds pretty good. Um, we are gathered here this episode in worship as we turn to the chapter of Seer, the Scottish metal, black metal, Celtic, folkish, whatever you want to call it, bagpipey metal that it is true. Bagpipey, my favorite. <laughs> it is my pick. For the merry month of June, um, Benjamin, do you have some details for us on them? I do. Yeah, it is pretty much a, a hymn situation, but this is, uh, as Tracy said, Seer Origins released on June 24th on 2022 on Seasons of the Mist record label. There, uh, It is a runtime of 41 minutes and 17 seconds. The lineup is Andy Marshall, goddamn everything, pretty much. Um, all instruments and vocals. There are two additional artists who were brought in. Dylan Watson plays the drums and Sophie Marshall provides backing vocals. And the mixing and mastering was done by Lass Lamert. And yeah, what, um, what brought this on, Tracy? What brought this on is their previous album, Forgotten Past. I believe that was their last one. Their album from 2019. I really enjoyed that album. In fact, it was my number seven for 2019. So I wanted to, uh, when I saw this was coming out, and it's like, you know what? That's the perfect album to pick. And I just, it'd be great to hear everybody's responses to this nonsense coming out of here. And uh, I'm interested to see y'all's takes on it. <laughs> so normally you'd think that I was in the bag for bagpipes, right? Maybe. I don't know. So um, one band that I love that does use bad pipes is the Dropkick Murphys. Um, they've shown off my uh, my Boston roots there. But um, I don't know about the bagpipes here. I don't know they add too much. Uh, it is authentic. We'll have to give them that. It's very authentic, right, to have the folk instruments and the folk metal, right? Um, yeah, very much so. You know, I... I actually found myself wanting more vocals in this. Um, it is Atma Black or bulky atmospheric black or whatever it's, you know, you want to call it. There are just a lot of instrumentals. So if you're not here for that, this is probably not the album for you. <laughs> um, the other thing is that, you know, these compositions don't have a lot of changes or hooks in them. So it's, it's kind of hard to, uh, for me at least, it was hard to sort of uh, keep track of where, where they began and ended. Um, that said, um, there are a couple of tracks on here that I did latch onto, even though this is not really my cup of tea. Um, I think that if it's going to be, if there's going to be a lot of instrumentals, they should maybe go somewhere um, and they should be shorter. <laughs> so my, <laughs> my main complaints about this. Um, I, I see what I see what they're trying to do. Um, 
there were some there were some things to latch on to. Um, yeah, I I also wanted more bagpipes. I think I wanted more of them. And uh, fingers bagpipes, uh, both more and Namo. Well, no, I mean I think so. I think they could have been used more, is what I yeah. and and they could have been used more interesting in a more interesting way. Like, gotcha. Gotcha. um, if you just um double the vocal line. You know, we, we were talking about the, the third guitarist in Iron Maiden. It's kind of like that. Or mm-hmm. I don't know. They they weren't used in a remarkable way. In it, I mean, they were used in a way that said, okay, this is authentic culturally speaking and not necessarily uh, interesting. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, you know, uh, heavy music with uh, folk instruments in it is not particularly new. You know, there, yeah. there are other bands that do that and that have done that and continue to do it. So the challenge is to do it in a way that, you know, highlights, you know, that, you know, that artistic vision, right? Mm-hmm. I agree with you in that sense, uh, especially because when I was like, in the track where it first appeared, I was like, oh, cool, that's a bagpipe. But then it wasn't doing anything uber interesting other than just being a bagpipe and a, a somewhat heavy song. <laughs> um, you know, my my thoughts on this are are similar to Gabe's, um, and I am a fan. You know, I often say when we do bands like this, like the Ocean Collective, that the vocals get in the way. This had just enough vocals that it was kind of annoying. I either wish that they had gone completely without vocals, like Goddess and Astronaut, who this whom this reminded me of, or had had more vocals, and you know. Uh, and you can tell I mean, that this guy is a multi, uh, multi-instrumentalist, and I'm impressed by that, but he's a guitarist first, and, and that really stood out, because I thought the guitar lines on a lot of these songs were very good, but to Gabe's point, as far as being complete compositions with hooks and things like that that kind of go somewhere, it didn't really. It was just like, oh, man, I wrote this really cool guitar line. Now let me build a song around it. So... And I would, uh, again, to like, you know, to correct my own critique, it's like, well, if if you're doing something that is building like a rich composition, it may not be as atmospherically potent, I guess. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. if you have some like super complex thing, you know, um, it just may not be doing what it's supposed to be doing for that, for that genre or that style. Yeah, you know, I was listening to like, this is another like kind of off topic thing, but I was listening to another something that's, you know, on the avant-garde black metal side, um, Blue Douse Nord, uh, or the, this, you know, French band and has sort of some of the same issues. Their new record has some of, sort of the same issues as this in that um, they're very like ambient atmospheric kind of compositions, but it's hard to really tell them apart. And, you know, you're just like, okay, like, yeah, this is creating this kind of mood, but I want to be drawn into it further. Like, I don't just want to sit there. I want to be drawn into it. Yeah. And I get what you guys are saying. Um, I do agree that I that I wished that they would have done or he would have specifically done more with the bagpipes and added much more of a touch to it. Kind of like how you had character with their all kind of like regional craziness that they 
were able to pull through in their songwriting. Like, I think this does a good job of, like, showing, like, Scottish Gaelic traditions, but I think it's it almost shows them too much difference as opposed to being, I think, what probably the meat of that song should have been is, like, the black metal aspects of it. And I think their previous one, it had the his previous one had the folkish elements on it, but they weren't as prominent. So it was much more of a black metal album with the folkish like dressings and flourishes. This one, I think there's a couple of instrumentals on here or very little written in terms of lyrics for some of the songs. But I think that it's, it's kind of, half in half out like if it would have gone all the way one way or another i think it would have landed much better you know what i'm saying yeah um <clears throat> makes sense i think his vocals that he does use for are solid enough for what you're looking for in here you don't get the pure harsh five vocals that you get with black metal typically associated with this you get a little bit more chanty a little more throat singing in terms of there but I feel like it's just not quite all the way. Like, I wish he would have done a little more one way or the other. I think there's one track on here, actually. I forget which one it is, but I think there's one track on there with the <clears throat> with um, the choral parts. Yeah. Am I, am I remember that uh, correctly? I forget which one it was. I think it's Fallen. Okay. I think that the very first one with vocals. I I kind of think it was later, but anyway, I don't. It doesn't matter. But that that for me, I think is is doing something interesting because not everybody would would want to do that on, on their metal record, um, and maybe not on this kind of metal record either. Although I don't know. Yeah, like I think I would. It'd be interesting to kind of because you don't really get. This is me, thought thinking it out. Like, it'd be interesting to have kind of like a very folkish album, but have much more choral slash chanting instead of like your typical singing aspects behind it. If you were to just get a full album of that. Now, I don't know if that would wear too much on you by the track, third track, or fuck this amount or not, but if it'd be a gimmick too so much. So you're going to up up the purse deck question and... Yeah, that's not to say. Don't we already <laughs> have purse <deck? clears throat> No, no. I mean, well, I think they could have... That album could have had more, like, choral stuff on it, right? It was basically a lot of whispering. Um, yeah. And, and that album was survived. I could have a track and then it'd have a random track of somebody almost yelling at you in German, then an actual song track, and then another track of kind of random noise. I feel like Simicon and The Who do kind of what you're talking about. And not necessarily a, a true choral thing, but in a multi-vocalist singing the same lines. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, now that would have been interesting. And another thing here is, and it kind of harkens back to the Perka thing, is that these songs are all fairly long, but have very few vocals. So they kind of swim in and out of, of the, the music in a way that is not typical of a song structure. And I'll give him credit for that because they still cohere. It's just, again, it's not easily to, to grasp onto if you're expecting a, a traditional song structure, which might be like 
my own fault for going into this and not knowing what it was. But I mean, I went into it somewhat knowing what it is, and there was a little to be desired on this album, I think. Well, shall we talk about songs? Uh, sure. I guess this is my poison. I'll go first. I think this is very much a get on, get off album, but I don't think it's a it's an R none of the proposition. It's an R none proposition. I don't think there's really much you can kind of pull off this album to kind of put on a playlist to come back to on its singular self. It's very much a full on journey, but it clocks in right under 45 minutes. So it's not like you're it's demanding a lot of your time to do so. Um, I somewhat disagree with that. I mean, I don't think it's very demanding of your time, but I did like called the Carnex um, and Beyond the Wall better than I liked the other tracks. That's interesting. I liked two different tracks. Um, I liked Aurora and Origins. Those are the ones I could handle. I think Aurora actually is it was the best one for me. Um, but yeah. I, I also just thought the tracks were too long, generally. I can't necessarily disagree with that part of it. <laughs> All right, Tracy, give us your grade. I'm going to give it a B. I'm going to give it a B. And I'll come back to it in the year, see how it sets, see how it changes. I'd see what I think of it then. But I think a solid effort, but... I kind of wish it would have gone one way or the other more so. I could go next. Yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to give this a C plus. I think that um, this is really not aimed at me whatsoever. And there are a couple of tracks on here that I think are pretty good. I just think that they could use more, uh, more hookiness um and uh yeah more changes right make it more of a you can have atmosphere but you can also have a journey right yeah um i am right in the same place gabe is i'm, I'm going to give this a c plus it's perfectly fine but i think you really have to be a fan of this band or more into this genre of music than i am to to truly get the most out of it <laughs> That gives us an aggregate of an 80. Uh, now, would you purchase this? Um, I would have based off their previous album alone. I would not. I might buy a poster of the album art because I think it's cool, but I don't necessarily want the album. I don't think I'd buy it. Gotcha. That brings us on to Gabe's choice and punishment for us this week as for his pick of June as he chose Artificial Brain's self-titled album. Excellent. Yeah. So, <laughs> join us next time as a travel into the depths of, brain, of Gabe's mind. <laughs> the heaviness quotient <laughs> definitely gets raised. Sure. It does. Indeed. Tune in next time to find out how much it gets raised. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs>